Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. We want to give a quick shout out to Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Malaysia. So excited yeah. to have people listening from Malaysia. That is wonderful. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for downloading. We really appreciate it. You can check us out at graceintheshadows.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. You can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadows.org. You can be a monthly supporter. You can also check out our Etsy store, shadowsofgrace.etsy.com. Finally, you can use the Porn Blocker Covenant Ice and use our promo code GRACE1998 to get one month free. There's a link there in our show notes. All right, Dr. J, what kind of crazy facts do you have for us today? Russia was sold by, Russia sold Alaska to the United States for 10, two cents per acre. Two cents per acre. And how many acres are in Alaska? Do you know? Well, I'm not sure, but it costs $7.2 million total, which, which America has made back more than 100 times. Wow. That's a lot. No doubt. No, no doubt. doubt. No doubt. Cool. Lake Superior gets its name from the amount of water it holds. Okay. Not only is it the largest freshwater lake in the world, but it holds three quadrillion gallons of water. That's a lot of water. That's superior. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Okay. Moving on. Cows in Montana. <laughs> now, I have a bunch of, a lot of the people I hung out with from a mission trip uh-huh. in uh, Dominican Republic were from Montana. Okay. And so I have some good friends in Montana. Montana, hello. And, uh, well, cows outnumber humans three to one in Montana. Montana. Your Montana friends, do they have any filthy baby cows? Not that I know of. That's so sad. So there are around 2.6 million cattle in Montana. That's a bunch of beef. (laughs) Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Yeah. Of course, we're doing that. And a lot of our listeners and I are going to remember that commercial. My mom loved that commercial. She would laugh so hard whenever that commercial came on. It was funny. The word Pennsylvania is misspelled on the Liberty Bell. No. Yes. Is that why it has a crack in it? Cover that up? Maybe. <laughs> Are you serious? That's Someone bizarre. didn't have spell check back then. Well, yeah, definitely not. A lot of people, a lot of curriculums are taking spelling out of the curriculum. And kids are not having to learn how to spell anymore because of spell check and whatnot. What do you think about that? I think it's awful. I think it's awful, too. I, I think, think that yeah. we're having a bunch of kids that are Illiterate. growing up and they're not going to be able, you know, if we, without technology to uh, right. spell and think and process. Well, the thing is, spell check doesn't catch everything either. So no. I think spelling is necessary. All right. Do you have any more facts for us? You can get a unicorn hunting license. From Michigan's Lake Superior State University. Uh, (laughs) Unicorns don't exist. Actually, they probably did at one time. They either were extinct. Right. Or, well, we know the Bible says there was. True. So we believe that. Right. Some people believe they could have been rhinoceroses. Oh. But nevertheless, there is none here now. That's right. (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) So there's no unicorns around. Of course there are. All right, so there's no unicorns around anymore, but you can get a hunting license. I don't know the reason for that. 
That's really, I, I want to go get one. I wonder if you get snipes. Snipe hunting. <laughs> snipe hunting. Don't snipe, snipe. Yeah. Okay. Everybody go out snipe hunting tonight. New okay. York was once called New Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. interesting. The name New York originated after the English invaded and took over. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So what's our topic today? Our topic today is we are going to talk about malignant narcissism. Malignant? It almost sounds like a cancer, cancer or something. That malignant narcissism. So that cannot be good. Well, there are some people that would argue that it, malignant narcissism doesn't exist. It's just a, uh, you know, really, it's psycho psychopathic oh. or social, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, so- sociopath. Sociopath. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, but I think it does exist. Okay. All right. Well, then, if you think it exists, let's talk about it. Yeah. Being a malignant narcissist means having an intense focus on self. Mm-hmm. It, you know, they have a, they tend to have a desire to highly, you think highly regarding themselves, and they're above others. Mm-hmm. Uh, people with malignant narcissism tend to have a darker side to their self-absorption mm. in, compared to other types of narcissism. Yes. Uh, they can be highly manipulative, mm-hmm. disregard to others' feelings, well-being, just like regular narcissists. They can use others for their own benefit, their own uh, ways of uh, like a tool to manipulate. Malignant narcissists can be emotionally abused to exploit others for their own gain. Their behavior can cause immense dangers to relationships and those around them. Mm. That is very dark sounding. Yeah. Uh, It's true that while there's only one official diagnosis of narcissism, Mm -hmm. which is narcissistic personality disorder, there are different subtypes of narcissism. Makes sense. One such subtype is grandiose narcissist, Mm -hmm. vulnerable narcissist, Mm -hmm. um, you know, things like that. So, you know, whereas the grandiose narcissist it needs involves excessive need for praise, attention, admiration, right. etc., yeah. uh, a sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. Uh, vulnerable narcissists uh, are characterized by deep-seated feelings of insecurity, right. reliance on others for validation, support, mm-hmm. and the vulnerable narcissist uh, struggles often struggles with anxiety, self doubt, depression, mm-hmm. and very difficult for them to take criticism or rejection. Right. Uh, so, but there's different types of subtypes of narcissists. Very interesting. And please do check out. We've got quite a few podcasts about narcissists, so do check those things out. Yes, I find it very interesting. Yeah, and our listeners do as well. I think it's a big problem. I think that's biblical. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, malignant narcissist, man, not just malignant, you have malignant narcissism, Yeah, uh, is characterized by symptoms or manifestations such as grandiosity, lack of empathy, uh, severe, severe symptoms, intense symptoms can be accompanied by uh, uh, co-occurring disorders. Oh, okay. Uh, they tend to be very manipulative, lacking mm-hmm. empathy mm-hmm. for others displaying a willingness to harm others in order to achieve their own goals and success. Mm. So if you get in front of me, I'm running you over so that I can succeed. 
That's awful. That's awful. Yeah. And they usually don't see that as a, as a problem. Yeah, they don't see that as a problem, but it really is. And then, and with this, they have, I mean, this makes sense. They have a lot of paranoia. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. Antisocial type of behavior. Right. Yeah. Have you known any malignant um, uh, narcissists? I don't think so. I think I've known some other types, but uh, no, I don't think so. Have you? Probably in your practice, you've met some people. I think so. Yeah, but yeah. not many. Not I think many. malignant narcissists are different than just regular, right. you know, uh, because, I mean, narcissism's tough, but I think yeah. malignant, you know, and I can definitely see why some experts say mm-hmm. that it's just another name for a psychopath. Right. And, and if you want to understand psychopath, we also did a podcast on that. As the well. difference that, between psychopath and antisocial. Right. And sociopath. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So check that out. Um, and then maybe you can make your own thought about whether you think malignant narcissist is the same or not. You know, a narcissist can be a narcissist and not be a psychopath. Well, that's true. But really, a psychopath will be a narcissist. I I agree with you. I yeah. think so too. Yeah, you you basic you really have to be definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So malignant narcissist is also is a subtype mm-hmm. of narcissistic personality disorder. Okay. Uh, it's characterized by antisocial mm-hmm. or self esteem, lack of empathy, mm-hmm. and they will look just like other types of narcissism, excluding the vulnerable. Right. That they're confident, that they have all their life together, but in reality, they're scared. True. And I think it would be really hard to be around this type of person for a long period of time. I think this is your politicians. These are your politicians. Okay, then. (laughs) Yeah, these are your leaders. Right. They, they, you know, once again, we said during our study with psychopath antisocial, Mm -hmm. a lot of extremely intelligent. Right. uh, Your doctors, your lawyers, your Mm -hmm. politician, your your CEOs tend to have a tendency towards this type of uh, personality. Yes. Yeah, and definitely the ones, the doctors that don't have the bedside manner and things like right. that, your surgeon. I mean, please, we're not talking No, we're definitely not ripping on them, but, but it's just fact. that type of, of person yeah. would definitely have a narcissistic well, personality. To, be, to yes. be as successful as some of these guys and gals, you have to be able to not allow other people to really bother you. Right. And, and you're also at the top and yeah. most people at the top are very lonely. So, well, people that are that, that intelligent and that successful mm-hmm. uh, don't empathize very, very much. Right. And, and so that helps them to just keep moving forward. So in some ways for some people, this would really keep them going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God can use anything. Right. But it also would push people away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Some signs and symptoms. We talked about it, but they can vary in extreme. It doesn't mean you're going to have everyone. Right. Uh, Some common symptoms found with malignant narcissists. Mm -hmm. Extreme self-centeredness and exaggerated sense of self-importance. Okay. Yeah. So very cocky. That's yeah. a good, simple way of putting it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'm a simple girl. Very selfish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people can be selfish, right? right? We all can. Oh, we all can be selfish. We can be even be kind of cocky. Yes, we can. But they're kind of like off the charts. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Grandiose fantasies or ideas about their own abilities and accomplishments. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm trying to think of some examples. I guess it would be like, I'm good at computers. I help Bill Gates. 
come up with this. I started the internet. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, probably something like that. I can't think of anything right offhand. But. Right. There was a goodness. There was a surgeon. There was a series about a surgeon. I can't remember. And he had this. It was it was a series on one of those ones, the extra ones you have to buy. Mm-hmm. And he was a doctor, and he had to be this because he was always doing surgeries and things like that, and ended up botching him up, but mm-hmm. never realized he was botching people up because he had this grandiose sense well, of self. Hard, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, he ended, it ended up not not going well for him. I'm sure. I wish I could remember his name. But anyway, uh, I I can see that he would. I mean, a grandiose thought of yourself you're not going to realize that you're not as good as you think you are but if you're going to be a politician for instance right you need to have some of these qualities well true i know that sounds we don't like it no but i think if you think about it if you're an empathetic person and you care what everyone thinks Mm -hmm. you're going to have a hard time running for office well and and that is true so you know in in some ways it can be a good thing but yeah yeah Constant need for admiration and attention from others. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I, think goes, I think this can go, we're going to get to that later, how this happens. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, lack of empathy. We said that mm-hmm. others, an inability to recognize feelings and needs of others. Right. A strong sense of entitlement, belief that they're entitled to special treatment privileges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all know those people, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tendency to exploit, take advantage of others, achieve their own goals. Mm. Can become a tendency to be angry, aggressive, vengeful when the sense of entitlement has been challenged or questioned. Mm -hmm. A belief that rules and conventional morals do not apply to them. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Sounds like Washington, (laughs) D.C. Officer stops him. Oh, but do you know who I am? Do you not know who I am? Right. Uh, a tendency to lie, exaggerate, distort the truth to protect their own self-image. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make themselves look better. Yeah. Um, it may seem that they they feel they have a, a need to constantly seek attention, mm-hmm. and and their need to seek constantly seek uh, attention and focus helps them bolster. Their fragile sense of their self. Interesting. And their own insecurities. Right. Yeah. Uh, some have a tendency to be overly concerned with appearance, mm-hmm. physical appearance, because that helps them you know, spend a lot of money, getting a face job or whatever it is. Right, and, right. And, uh, all that. Yeah. And that allows them, once again, to be focused on themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they may have a tendency to blame others <laughs> for their own bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they do that? Because they don't want to admit that they're wrong. Mm-hmm. So they got to blame everything else on somebody, on, on someone else, because they don't want to take responsibility for their own actions. Yeah, they they may, you know, they believe that they are always right. Mm-hmm. And that any mistakes or negative uh, consequences... Mm-hmm are the fault of others. And and for them to do otherwise would reveal they're not perfect. Right. And it would reveal their own weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they blame others. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Some additional uh, manifestations. Okay. Seeing the world in black and white terms. Mm-hmm. Seeing others as either friend or foe mm-hmm. can be an indication of their need for external validation. Right. A rigid worldview. Okay. So yeah. no gray. 
seeking to win at all costs, no matter what. Hmm. Leaving a great amount of pain, frustration, heartache in their wake is often indicative of their belief of superiority and power and control. Gotcha. Not caring about others' pain hmm. or or frustration. That's sad. Yeah. Hmm. They tend to exploit others as tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What can you do for me? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, goodbye. Yeah. Um, the exact cause of, of malignant narcissism. I think it's similar to the others in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But I think there are some. some one is, I think that uh, childhood yes. experiences such as abuse. Right. Excessive parental pampering or, or enmeshment. Yeah. You know, always being little Johnny, never does anything wrong. Helicopter parent. Always coming to the rescue. So you're saying that abuse could cause this. Absolutely. You're also saying the opposite, that being just fully a parent, being fully enmeshed and helicoptering them could cause it as well. Well, I think that's a type of abuse. Well, I agree with you. That is. A lot of people won't see it that way. No, a lot of people would probably disagree with us about that. But it is. When you are not allowing your children to make mistakes and fall and and making everything rosy for them all the time, you are not helping them. No, you're not. Because we learn from our mistakes. We learn from the difficulties. We learn from the trials. And if we're not allowing that to happen to our children, then this type of narcissism can occur. Overly authoritarian parenting. Oh. You know, that brings anxiety. Right. One of their ways of compensating for that inconsistency, that fear, mm-hmm. uh, is is by looking and appearing greater than they really are. And so they never want anyone to be that way towards them again, so they act that way. Yes. Yeah. Just like the bully becomes a bully in order because he's being bullied at home. Right. Or bullied somewhere else. So he appears to be a bully. Yeah. To protect himself. True. Mm. And there's some neurobiological factors that play a role. Right. Environment and genetics. They've done mm-hmm. they've done uh, scans. Right. That show uh, gray areas which can uh, indicate some some areas where they're weaker in in biologically speaking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also some ways we can help people who have to deal with a malignant narcissist. And I'd like to, to Go ahead. before we get to that, let's like pop in here and throw the teacher thing in. Um, oh, yeah. I always like to do that sometimes. Um, you know, teachers, we are with our students for nine, well, 10 months of the year nowadays um, because of the number of school days. And when, especially teaching the younger ones, you know, I'm saying pre-K, up to maybe about second grade. Mm-hmm. If you see some of these things occurring in the classroom, speak to it with those kids. Yes. You might not get anywhere with parents if they're the helicopter type parents. Right. But if you see these things happening, speak into this with them. Talk to them about these things because, you know, teachers, you have a big part in those children's life. They're going to remember you for the good or the bad. And um, if you see these type of things occurring in your classroom, you can really help with it to prevent the this 
whole thing from happening. Maybe not, but prevent maybe the severity of it, I think. We plant seeds. Yeah, you definitely plant yeah. seeds. So so look, I know that you're busy. Believe me, I know. I've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. I know how busy you are, but we can have such an impact on the students in our classroom and help them when we see negative type behaviors to help them to turn that around for the positive. So, okay, back to you. That's good stuff. Thank yeah. you, sir. Uh, some ways to deal with this, if you have to deal with it, mm-hmm. uh, with an individual, a spouse, a child, a friend, a coworker, mm-hmm. uh, put some distance between you and the person with the personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, um, yeah. Yeah. We definitely, and we say that a lot about, you know, putting distance between ourselves and the narcissist. Mm-hmm. But that's basically to protect you. Yes. You know, from from being attacked. Basically, oh, yeah. you need some time away. Um, so that that is a very important thing to do. It it may be challenging to do. Right. And to enforce. Yeah. But it's important for your own mental health. Well, depending on who that person is in your life. I mean, if they're your boss, you can't run away from them. But <laughs> maybe you can take a personal day or something like that. Or if you're married to them, maybe you need to take a little break, go see mom and dad. Mm-hmm. You know, just putting that distance will help protect you. Do not try to change them. That will not happen. See, they may, they don't even get it. Right. They don't see the need. They don't, I mean, if you're telling them they need to change, they're just going to laugh you off because mm-hmm. they don't, they're, they're never going to, the only person that can help them realize they need to change is Jesus, not you. Oh, that's 100% true. Right. It's better for the you to focus on developing your, your own coping mechanisms to manage their behavior mm. instead. That's good. And the biggest one, of course, there's there's others, but the biggest one's praying for them. Well, and that prayer changes things. We all know that prayer changes things, and prayer can definitely change a, change a person's personality. We've seen it. Yes, we have. We have seen it, and so never knock down the power of prayer because it's so so important. Amen. Amen. Definitely. Be aware that direct challenges to a person with narcissistic personality disorder can lead to retaliation. Mm. Uh, So it's important to communicate boundaries, disagreements in less confrontational ways. Yes. That's not always easy. No, I'm sure it's not. But yeah, much better not to be confrontational because you're never going to win. So confronting is, is not an option. If it's necessary, if confrontation is necessary, try to do it in private. Right. It minimizes the person's need to save face. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Surround yourself with a supportive network of people can help mm-hmm. absorb some negativity and emotional toll uh, interacting from the person with uh, narcissistic personality disorder. And, and if you are married or you have somebody in your life that that's, you know, this narcissistic type, there's nothing wrong with you going and getting um you know, therapy as well, because that will give you, it'll give somebody is listening to you and they will help give you coping skills and things. But most importantly, you need to go to a Christian, Christian therapist. And in some ways it's, it's, it's almost better that the person without the narcissistic personality disorder goes to therapy. Right. They need a person that they can talk to without fear of it leaving. All right. And and they can do learn mechanisms and ways of dealing with it in a better way. Yeah. 
coping skills, definitely. And we've got, like we've said before, we've got to take the negativity out of going to therapy. It is very important for people to have therapy, especially in the world that we live in today, because it's so crazy. And there's nothing, you know, somebody looks down at you for considering going to a therapist, maybe you should find a different friend because therapy can really help you. And if you have a Christian therapist, it can really strengthen your relationship with Jesus as well. Amen. Amen. So that is a little bit about the malignant Mm -hmm. narcissist. Very good. And don't forget that God can absolutely positively take your mess, turn to a message for God's glory for your good. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye.